Sam, the cold spot, fritzing out. That was a ghost, our kind of ghost. I think this cartoon is haunted. I'm Jeremy Greer. Cheekies, I'm Chris Mosier. And this is Monster of the Week, the creepy but necessary podcast. I can't do that voice, that weird high-pitched voice anymore. The creepy but we necessary podcast, uh, where me and Chris cover every single episode of the TV show, Scooby Natural, or as Chris mm. called it in our in our text to one another, Scooby Natch, which Scooby now, Natch, now yeah. he is banned from the podcast. Oh, that's so. what they call it. That's what everybody calls it. S- say bye, Chris. Chris is uh, not going uh, Goodbye, everybody. Just uh, going to be me on the rest about of Scooby Natch with you all. Thank you very much. Yeah, uh, we're back. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Thank you, everybody who's listening. Um, we have discovered people talk about us on Twitter without 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 adding us, which is fine. Yeah. That's, that's a totally okay great. thing to do. Um, b- please continue to listen. We like that. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> so, thank you. Welcome to the welcome to the party. Um, we have a Patreon, so if you like a bunch of these episodes and you want to give us a couple bucks a month for extra episodes or to join our Discord. Uh, which has formed its own gish group, Chris. Did you know that? That's crazy. I barely even know what it means, but I'm just I'm so excited for everybody. All I know, it feels like I, I don't I, I, like I watched a bunch of Taskmaster this year. Um, okay. Some might say that I watched ten seasons worth of Taskmaster this year. Sure, sure. Uh, te- I wouldn't say that, but if that's what you're <laughs> technically out there. Technically, I watched eleven seasons because there was a U.S. Oh. <laughs> uh, off reboot that did it went uh-huh. nowhere. Reggie Watts hosted it. It was bad. Um, okay, but. 
it feels very much like well, Misha Collins running Taskmaster. That's what I understand. Sure. I, all I know is that I think everyone has Misha's phone number. Yes. Um, is that allowed? The other thing that I know about the Gish group is it was formed specifically so they didn't have to work very hard at, at doing all of the Gish challenges. Like it's a okay. relaxed Gish okay. group. So if like, like if you're if you were getting pressured to like form a humid pyramid with your dead cousin and you're like I don't want to do that, this is the group for you. We don't care if your cousin's dead or not. It could be an alive cousin. Yeah, sure. Who cares? Yeah. yeah. None of my business whether they're alive or dead. <laughs> don't I don't care about your cousin at all. To be frank, <laughs> okay, yeah, it's not. It's just yeah, none of my concern. None of my business. I'm just gonna keep going my way. You keep going yours. All you right, know man? what? I've changed my mind. Fuck that cousin. I'm mad. <laughs> y'all, y'all want to keep bringing it up? It's fine. Anyway, what are we here to talk about, Jeremy? Supernatural season thirteen. Chris, I hope you're doing well today. I didn't ask, but you can catch us I'm, up. You know, I'm rocking and rolling. Rockin I'm standing and rolling. up, bro. Uh, catch us up on Scooby Natch. Last time on Scooby Natch, it was just guys being dudes as the boys somehow got themselves mixed up in some sort of weird Catholic mob situation while attempting to get some spell components needed to open a portal to the world where Mary and Jack are currently trapped. That was a long sentence. But it hasn't all just been guys being dudes and good fun, Jeremy. No, no. Mm-mm. We've also had a soulless prophet Donatello corrupted by the demon tablet and ice cold Castiel doing what had to be done at any cost. To protect the ones he loves. Worst of all, we also still have Lucifer still mixing it up in sweatpants as the new king of heaven. I love it. Um, Chris, let's get some things out of the way real quick. All right. Um, number one, I should read the description of the episode, which is season sure. 13, episode 16, Scooby Natural, written by Jeremy Adams and Jim Krieg, directed by Robert Singer. This aired on March 29th, 2018. Jinkies! Supernatural gets animated when Sam, Dean, and Castiel are transported into the world of Scooby-Doo. Sam, Dean, and Castiel are transported into the animated world of Scooby-Doo, where they join forces with the Scooby gang to solve a ghostly mystery. Um, we're, 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 this is our first, like, animated episode of Super, Supernatural. We've seen animation in the show before with that episode that I don't like very much, that Hunter Hiroshi or whatever. I don't know if you remember that. Oh, yeah, that. I forgot about that. Um, we have forgotten... There's also the Supernatural anime. There's also the anime, which I have seen the first episode of, but you have not partaken. I, don't I think. think I think I watched it like back, you know, ten years ago, yeah. but not for the podcast. Um, but we, we, we we're going to the world of Supernatch. Scoop, goddamn, I can't even talk. Scooby Natch, yeah, no, Scooby Natch. Um, mm-hmm. and they've brought in all of the cast. Like this is Matthew yeah, Lillard. Really cool. This is Frank Welker. This is Kate Micucci. This is all of the people from like the most recent Scooby Scooby Doo stuff. Um, which I've only seen. And again, this is probably 2013, so it's years ago now, but I've only seen maybe three or four episodes of whatever the new uh, Scooby-Doo show was, mm-hmm. but it was, like, kind of great. <laughs> like, it was actually, like, a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, I want to say Mystery something, uh, Mystery Incorporated uh, is yeah. the one that I started watching. That's where they introduced the Hex Girls, the all-girl rock, goth rock and roll band. Um but it, it plays into like that show gets really cool. Like it's 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 got a good plot. It's got really good uh, voice acting. Um, they play with the relationship of Daphne and Velma quite a bit, which like directly, um, which is nice to see. Oh, um, I do. I I just want to mention because it's the funniest thing I know. Uh, I don't know how are you familiar with Kate Micucci at all? Mm-mm. So she is um, a comedian, um, and she played in oh, what the fuck? I can't even remember the name of the band. Um, she had like a two woman show, 
um, and they were called themselves, and they did like songs, like really, really funny songs. Oh, um, okay, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I don't why, know what the name of the band is either, but yeah, okay. Why is the they had Garfunkel and Oates? That's it. <clears throat> yeah, 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 um, yeah. But she also did solo stuff, uh, so like she would do comedy albums and stuff. And she named one of her albums um, <laughs> "Playing with Makuchi." <laughs> Excellent, excellent. <laughs> and I just, it's really about the only fact I remember about Kate Micucci, and I just, it never, ever fails to make me laugh. Sometimes I think about it randomly throughout the day, and I'm like, I, sh- I haven't even listened to it. I haven't even, like, turned it up to listen to it. I just think about the name, and I just think it's the oh. funniest fucking name that I've ever heard. That's so. good. It's a, it's a great name. When you have a, a pun right there in your own name, you gotta, sometimes you gotta roll with it. You gotta take it. That was They did a TV show. It was pretty good. But, um... Yeah, yeah. Also of important note, Castile gets married in this episode. Oh yes, uh, is that was that in the trivia section or was that a clue master tip? No, no. I mean, he says it, it like he, when he, he arrives, says he sure does say it. He sure does <laughs> say that he is married now, and uh-huh, I just uh-huh. I don't know if that's going to be addressed at some point or if we're just going to skate right past. If that. He's going to have it annulled or exactly. But I think that we should like acknowledge like we should we should mention married castiel every time every chance hey, we get from now on until hey, they dean, address it if you liked it then you should have put a ring you on it put That's a fucking ring on it dean like he's gonna get out there he's out there um there's also remarkable at this there's no then like we don't get a previously on episode oh, we, yeah. we smash cut directly into the episode of sam and dean fighting a a barney a purple or, excuse me a green dinosaur mm-hmm. yeah it's um uh, it's very striking. I thought I skipped the intro. I was like, "Wow, oh, okay. I guess this is we're just rolling right into it." And it's right off the bat. It's already wacky. So even if you don't know that if it, it's a uh, Scooby Doo episode, uh, it's it's something's up here. You know, it's going to be a goofy episode because they're fighting this giant like stuffed creature, and Sam is screaming like, "Throw the oil, holy oil on it!" <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> and they do, and they burn it, and it explodes everywhere. Um, yeah. The they're in like a like a like a pawn shop essentially and yeah. um the, it, the store owner is super excited um and then in walks the the sleazy real estate guy um who is evil immediately like you can just tell yeah he owns everything on the street and um you know he's just he's, he's sticking his nose where it doesn't belong if you ask me um now he's kind of just off to the side he's just there or whatever and the owner of the store wants to reward sam and dean Sam is like, no, we don't need anything. We're good. We're going to get out of here. Um, but Dean is like, hold up. <laughs> hold up. Uh, and then like two seconds later, we see him walking out of the store carrying a giant flat screen TV. <laughs> it's very it's good. It's just, just like, I was so, th- I was thinking he was going to pick something stupid. Um, or he was going to, I don't know, whatever it was. And it was, that was going to be what like caused all this to happen. And mm-hmm. that is what happened. But Dean deciding to take a, uh, a flat screen TV is the most practical thing that he's done all season. So I very much thought this was going to be, uh, I thought the same thing. I, I was under the impression that this place was like a comic book shop or like a collectible store uh-huh. or something. So I'd like thought he saw, I thought we were going to get one of our classic Dean like nerdgasms. And he was like, Oh, mm-hmm. that's the first Louis L'Amour comic book or something. You know what I'm saying? Like some weird mm-hmm. Western reference. Um, and instead it's this flat screen TV. And I, I feel bad sometimes for the boys because they, they haven't had, like you, you just want better for the boys, right? Like they, yeah. they this is you the just first want time to have that flat screen TV. This is the first time since they've we've started the show that they've had a reliable like home. We've, we've talked about quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Sam can hack into flight records, it, <laughs> but do you think he's ever seen anything in 4K? <laughs> you do know, you think he's seen a Blu-ray. Does he know that those exist? <laughs> does he? Does he? I don't. I don't. First. 
hold up. I don't think they know about Blu-ray. <laughs> Supernatural <laughs> might be on Blu-ray, but Sam and D don't know nothing about that. Does wait a minute? Has he has he not played a video game in with HDR enabled? Because Sammy, you're he hasn't seen out. those colors. He hasn't seen those colors. What do you think? God. I mean, I guess if you could just say this about any person in real life, if you just showed them like a modern 2021 video game, like how blown away they would be by you know graphic or, or anything like that. Um, but Sam and Dean, I just don't know. They see this stuff in real life, so to see it in a video game, it just might be too much. What are we talking about here? They got the flat screen, and Dean sets up his home theater, right? There we go. Yeah, so they bring it home. Um, they, we have a little bit of back and forth. Dean tells him to be like Elsa and to let it go because Sam doesn't really think that the case is solved yet. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, Dean's been watching Frozen, which is... She's about to load up on that flash screen. First movie he's putting in, right? Like he's gonna yeah. it's either yeah. that or Sam's boring fantasy DVDs that he gave Jack. Uh-huh. Um uh-huh. but he really wants to show Sam his Dean Cave. Uh it's a I guess he converted a sex dungeon. He put a jukebox in there. Like, how did he get a jukebox in there by himself? Um he's got a bar in there. The jukebox is vinyl only, which is very important to Dean, which I you know very important. Um he's just out of yeah, who knows where he's even getting this stuff. But uh, all of this stuff is now the room is now complete because he's got the flat screen TV. Yeah. He, Sam asks him, when did you even have time to do this? And say, uh, and Dean says, uh, when it's important, you make time. <laughs> it's a really good answer. It's one I'm going to steal. <laughs> when somebody asks me, like, how did you get all of these achievements in this video game? I'd be like, if it's important, you make time, mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get off my back. Off my back. Uh, you're not even my real mom. <laughs> I'm trying to get the plat. In Shadow of the Colossus, leave me alone. Yeah. So, all right. Dean very excitedly turns on his new TV, um, and it immediately it starts wigging out. Mm-hmm. And uh, very quickly, they don't waste any time here. Uh, a purple light comes out of this TV and and sucks these boys in. Jeremy, I just want to say, uh, without getting into the details of Wandavision, if anybody out there is watching Wandavision week to week and obsessing over Wandavision and is constantly reading. Um, conspiracy theories and like lore about WandaVision just all like that's it's consumed your entire life the light effects that they use for this TV to grab them is very very similar to like kind of a big thing that happened in episode 7 of WandaVision which is the recent most recent episode as a recording and I got a little freaked out (laughs) got a little freaked out so all I know about WandaVision is that people are mad that it's not all out already. Oh, dude, people and are so I, stupid. Like I told you a couple weeks ago, I just recently learned that's that's a Marvel thing. That's not just <laughs> that's not just like an old timey TV show. This is no, Marvel. no, no. It's it's cinematic universe. It's MCU, dog. It's setting up Phase Four. You're, Sounds fun. You're Sounds three fun. phases behind. Um, About to be four phases behind, Chris. Oh god, I gotta catch up. <laughs> Twenty three um, movies. <laughs> all right. So they get pulled into they get pulled into a cartoon. They don't know what the hell is going on. They're thinking, is it an angel? Is it a trickster? Sam says, but the trickster's dead. Uh, Dean says, or is he? That's I that's a little hint for us. I mean, they've, they've literally <laughs> shown us the trickster. I think it's yeah, just a hint yeah. for everybody else. Uh, no, 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 no. This is for Clue Masters, Jeremy. Oh, okay. Um, I'm sorry. My bad. I, I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, no. I'll take uh, it back. Most, take most it back. non-Clue Masters probably didn't, um, didn't pick up on that. True. It's true, true, true. They, you, they really need us to guide them, don't they? Um, um, but yeah, they, they have no idea what's going on. They are now in an animated TV show, apparently. And um, thankfully, the Impala is also there. The Impala made it because uh, Dean had his keys, had the keys in his pocket, which I think is very cute. Um, Dean says it's a case, and they got to do what they always do, which is 
driving <laughs> they're just gonna drive and solve the case uh they're just gonna drive and solve the case what else can you do the first thing that they roll up on is a malt shop uh where mm-hmm. they park and see that they're parked next to the mystery machine which is the famous van driven by the scooby gang uh mm-hmm. and dean realizes with great glee that he is in a scooby-doo episode and then we get our splash screen finally and uh it's a it's a custom splash screen and instead of our normal supernatural it says scooby natural scooby natch right there scooby natch um Um, give me that scooby natch for them scooby snacks yeah and then they go inside and who do they see but scooby gang so chris is that what they're called scooby gang that's what i've that's what we're going to call them and yeah they're they're called the scooby gang what um what's your What's your, where, where are you at on Scooby in general? Did you grow up with it? Did you watch a lot of it? Yeah. Have you, have you seen the live um, action movies? Like, what, where, where are you at? I think I've seen one of the live action movies. It, it, that, it wasn't really much of part of my life as I got older, obviously. Yeah, when I was a little kid, definitely loved uh, Saturday morning cartoon Scooby stuff. I remember being scared by some of the episodes because that's how young I was watching it. Okay. Um, but I've definitely seen a lot of Scooby. <laughs> <laughs> well, were you, I assume that you also watched a lot of Scooby. You were, but I'm, you were scared yeah when i was like i was like four years old watching this and they're like on a haunted castle and there's ghosts everywhere dude that's a lot for me to take in all right all right cool i, I believe you that's my my sisters had already tried to make me summon bloody mary <laughs> i was fragile you know true true i can i can see that i watched a lot of scooby-doo um it was i watched a lot of tv as a kid in general but scooby-doo was on all the time uh, as dean will explain in this episode here in just shortly and always had a huge affection for these guys like i just it's always been a show that's been in the background of my life just recently watched um the mystery incorporated i didn't finish it but i that was like my go-to 30 hey i'm not doing anything for 20 minutes kind of show really really enjoyed that um i think all of the new voice casting is really good and yeah i love scooby-doo so i'm super excited that this is happening i am dean i was curious if you were going to be grumpy sam because sam hates all of this yeah i don't i don't hate scooby-doo but i'm not um I, I have very little opinion on it, I guess, as an adult. Okay. Like, if you, if me and you, as podcasters, get brought into uh-huh. um, Monster of the Week Natch, is that what, is that how that, we, we did say that? Scooby I'm Monster. I'm not sure if that plays out. Scoopster of the Week. Scooby of the Week. Scooby yeah. of the Week. Uh, like, would you be kind of grumpy about it? Would, like, if I was super excited, like Dean is, would you be like, oh my God, Jeremy, Jesus I, Christ. I'd probably be a little bit closer to Sam. Okay. Um, but I don't know. I, I think I'd still have fun. This is a fun episode. Would you and try Sam to... was definitely be in a big wet blanket. Although he does assume that his life is in peril, and I think that it's appropriate. That takes that a while. He's he's a pretty big wet blanket before he realizes that little fact, though. Yeah, yeah. Um. So they go into the malt shop. They see the crew jamming out next to the jukebox. Sam is super not happy. Dean is super excited. Um. He talks about loving the show. Uh. And loves loves uh, loves it except for Fred, who he refers to as a wad. Um, Dude, he fucking hates Fred. <laughs> is th- is this where Dean talks about why he loves Scooby so much? Because I think it's important. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, uh, you know, wherever they went, wherever John dumped them off, whatever motel they were they were at, there was always a TV and there was always Scooby Doo. It's extremely sweet. Like, just it's very sweet. And it's actually, I know that they probably planned this ahead of time, of course. But the fact that they showed a clip of this way back at the beginning of the season mm-hmm. when Jack was at a motel for the first time, turning on a TV, um, and it was Scooby Doo, and Dean is like momentarily grabbed by that. Um, I don't remember Dude. how far in advance they announced this Scooby Doo episode. It had to be. Um, but I just I think it was nice that they like addressed it at some other point. They also did this. Um, I can't remember the name of the episode, but uh, the one where Rowena has to come and fix uh Dean's mind, and he gets obsessed with watching Scooby Natural as his mind starts, his memory start to fade. 
um, ah. which was like a season or two ago. So I, I don't know how long this has been planned, but they've been planting Scooby Seeds for a while. If this was Beautiful. WandaVision, there'd be like 18 zillion TikToks about the theories about this, but it's not. So we don't have to worry <laughs> about that. Um, Dean goes over. He wants to go in and introduce himself. And so he does. Um, hey, everybody, I'm Dean. This is my brother, Sam. Can we hang out with you? Immediately kisses Daphne's hand, which is going to be the start of him just relentlessly pursuing Daphne to, I'm, I'm just going to get the poison out here. Just this joke fell apart of me after the second time that he said something to her. Like, Yeah, I thought that they were going to very quickly get over it um, when she, it's like, no, I like Fred. I thought he was going to be like, okay, that's it. I'm good. No. Um, but he, I guess it's his childhood cartoon crush and he can't let it go. I don't know, man. Like you could put fucking Jessica Rabbit in front of me as I'm in the cartoon and I'd be like, you look a lot weirder from this angle. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you're, you just, I mean, I, I don't, I still don't know why you're with the rabbit, but I'm definitely not going to hit on you. Like, I'm sorry. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> um, they've got some news uh, that Scooby is inheriting some money. Uh, some, some rich benefactor that Scooby saved a while back um, is asking them to come to the will so that he could, he could get some money. I love this thing where they hand Sam the the newspaper and Dean and Sam like looks at Dean is like there's no writing on this newspaper because it's, it's just really funny. Um, it's but time for a mystery. Dean is like you know we just got to play along like the last time that we were in a TV show. Perfect. We just have to go with it and see what happens. Uh, first they need snacks. Dean gets to do the the full sandwich stack, uh, which I think is very funny. Um, as they're leaving for this haunted mansion, Dean challenges Fred to a race. <laughs> and when, when Sam asks him, why do you hate Fred so much? Dean responds, you know, that stupid hair and that perfect ascot. I, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry to do this to everybody, but I think Dean just has a crush on Fred and the Daphne. Stuff I think is it's a, a little bit of that. I think it's a little bit of that. Uh, yeah. He's just too cool. That's why he hates him. because He's too cool. Dean doesn't want to date Daphne. He wants to date Daphne and Fred is the issue. Mm-hmm. He wants to be in a poly- polyamorous relationship. He doesn't want to date her. He wants to be her. And he's confused. <laughs> exactly. He wants to be both of them. It's very confusing for poor repressed Dean at Winchester. Yeah. Um, yeah. They take off and the van completely dusts the Impala, much to Dean's chagrin. Yeah. Forget about it. They arrive at the spooky. Dean, ma- okay. So they get there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't even remember what he says, but Dean says something about my baby. And let me tell you, I'm okay with it. Okay. When he says my baby, when he's referring to the car as my baby, there's the possessive uh, term in front of that. When he, the, if he just said, oh, baby's not going to lose this, I'd say, I don't, don't like I don't it. think I'm uh, comfortable with that. But he says my baby. And I, that makes all the world of difference to me. It's Jeremy. because you don't capitalize baby in that sentence. When it's my baby, it's mm-hmm. just my baby. Like, like I would call my PS5 my baby. I would if I played any video games on it whatsoever, but I barely play it. So that's like, it, it's the same thing. Like if you're talking to somebody, you know, if I'm talking to a coworker at work, I'm like, um, oh yeah. So what'd you do this weekend? Like, well, mom came over and I just don't like it. That's not my mom. That's your mom. Don't just say mom. Okay? Oh, it oh, I've never really thought it about that before. Me. If they say, oh, yeah, my mom came over, then I go, oh, yeah, okay. They say, mom came over? I go, who's? The royal M? The royal what are we mom? talking about? Is it the queen? Is it the queen mother herself? Is it Khaleesi? Who's I'm the sure mom? I'm sure that plenty of people do that. That's, just a, little, that's a pet peeve of mine. But, I, uh, um, I've never, same, same never thought about that. But, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you that my baby is totally fine, um, but baby is not. So that's the official Monster of the Week stance. We're not going to change it. Um. They get there. It, everything's very spooky. Uh, Dean identifies the episode that they're in, which is a night of fright is no delight. Um, and we get the setup. We get the premise of the episode, which is this guy that yeah, Scooby saved. I, I, I like that. 
I like that the premise isn't just that they're in an episode of Scooby-Doo, it's that Dean has knowledge about what, I don't know, I, I just, I was kind of just surprised by the choices that they made, and I was, I was pleasantly surprised. Um, I think this is good. Like, I've, I think this is a real episode of Scooby-Doo as well. Um, but they mm. go in, uh, the guy that they save, that, that Scooby saved, Colonel Sanders, has left a million dollars to each one of his relatives um, as long as they can spend the night uh, one night in the haunted mansion. Uh, there's five or six of them there. They don't really matter because they're not characters. They're just people to die. Um, the lawyer is obviously a sleazeball and is in on this from the, from the start. Um, they will get more money if other people leave. Uh, so mm-hmm. everyone has to stay the night. Sam, if, if, if cousin simple hits the road, then they're good to go. <laughs> cousin simple. Uh, that's, we, we, why that's is this, just, I'm pretty sure that's, his I think name. that is I'm his not, name. Why is this a cousin hating episode? All of a sudden, me and you were mean on cousins. Know. It's weird. Um, it is cousin simple. It's, uh, Cosgood creeps is the lawyer. Cousin simple. The <laughs> beer guard Sanders is the other one. Um, Sam is not happy about this, right? He's like, this is dumb. Why would you ever do this? And Velma has to come yeah. over and be like, this kind of stuff happens all the time to us. Like, don't even worry. She's about like, it. listen, you big hot idiot. Velma is into Sam in a way that we have seen women be into Sam. And I, I'm actually kind of more here for it than I am with the Dean Daphne thing. Cause Sam yeah, seems yeah. completely oblivious to it. He just, yeah, he's, he's a real, he's a real knucklehead. That's because she's so much fucking smarter than him and he doesn't know what to do. Doesn't have anything, doesn't have any clue what to do. Um, so Dean warns Sam, like, hey, we're in a cartoon. Don't tell, don't tell the gang about real world monsters or anything. <laughs> don't tell them that they're in a cartoon. It's going to sound weird. Yeah. Uh, they, everyone decides to go to bed. Dean tries to go to bed with Daphne because that's an obvious first date move. Like, hey, I just met you. I don't remember the rest of the words. Hey, of I just song. met you, and this is crazy. There you go. Um, I couldn't remember any of the words to that song. <laughs> I know she says "call me" maybe in there somewhere, but that's it. Um, but it's boys and girls. So Dean goes. All of the boys go together, and all of the 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 girls go together. Sam comes out in PJs. It's extremely good. Like just yards and yards of fabric just on this. Yards of pajamas. I mean, like meters. Actual you European ever seen, you meters. Ever seen the uh, bana- bananas in? Bananas in pajamas, if you will. You know what I'm talking about? I, I do not. No. Bananas and pajamas. Like, I think it's like a British uh, kids show. And it's what you expect. It's giant bananas uh, and they wear pajamas <gasps> uh, and they sing songs. I don't know. Look at Is this what you were watching as, ch- as a child? No wonder you. I don't know. I don't think so. I think, no, I, I watched. Um, no wonder I mean, you I got watched anime. Stuff. I watched a lot of Nickelodeon, uh, like Rugrats, mm-hmm. um, whatever the hell else was on Nickelodeon back then. Yeah, my, fa- my family couldn't afford Nickelodeon. Damn. You cut me deep that one. <laughs> I said that to Autumn for years before she realized I was just fucking with her. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> now when I say that, like someone, especially in front of people, like someone will look at me and Autumn will be like, you, you had fucking Nickelodeon, you liar. <laughs> but it's a real good way to just shut somebody down. They'll be like, oh. They go, they go oh. 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 Uh, ooh. <laughs> Um. Uh. All right. Where the hell are we? Dean. So, co- Dean comes Dean's out in a, a night gown, in a right? nightgown. What? Oh, nightgown. Super good. Um. Daphne and Velma doing some girl talk. Calling. Uh. Velma calls Sam a big lug, and the ghost shows up. The phantasm shows up. Yeah, they have a lot of fun with this thing. Yes. Um. It's got. It's just got a whole ass look to it. Yeah. Um. I wish that they could make stuff like this in Supernatural. Um. It is like in the live action version of it. 
So I'm glad that they're having fun with it. I don't know if this is what it would have looked like naturally in the Scooby-Doo episode. Um, but it's, it's, it's quite the ghoul, if you ask me. It is. Um, Supernatural does good ghosts. I think this is one of the better ghosts of Supernatural, like even for being a cartoon. <laughs> um, they hear Cousin Simple scream. Everyone rushes to go see what the trouble is. Um, and it turns out that dude's dead. Uh, he is for real dead. Yeah, Dean's calling the play-by-plays because he's seen this episode so many times, mm-hmm. but then they get in there and this dude is actually dead. And this scene is way fucking funnier than it has any right to be. It's it's extremely hilarious. I, I love everybody rushing in. I love Fred just being completely nonchalant about everything that is happening, which is real good yeah, Fred he, work. Because nothing ever goes wrong in their world. Yeah. Everything's always explainable. It's okay. Extremely hey, we're friendly. Good. We're happy here. And then these people are just fucking murdered and no one knows what to do. Um, Fred is just excited to be like to have a mystery to work out. Um, yeah. Meanwhile, uh, Dean is. Um, they, they, <laughs> D- Sam's like we could die, and Dean is like I don't care about us. I'm worried about Scooby. <laughs> I could take a bullet for that dog. I believe he says. <laughs> He's. This is his show, man. This is this is He's absolutely his show. You think you think Dean has ever? I mean, he probably doesn't know what fanfic is. Like within, well, I guess Dean's doing a Scooby Doo podcast as we speak. Do you think Dean is making like um, fan vids of just you know Scooby Doo with some like random hip hop song that I've never heard of yep. in my life? Yeah, dude, fan vids scare the shit out of me. There's like they seem to require a level of editing. As someone who has done some amount of video editing and like takes what feels mm-hmm. like years no to do. tiktok will will edit your video clips to a to a beat oh i know that but like some of this stuff like the way they do the animations and stuff they have to have the videos oh, sure, 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 so sure. like i'm yeah it's just i don't know it just freaks you out you'll see like a viral tweet and underneath it somebody's responding with like um yeah get them and then it's a it's a fan cam of or, or not fan. i mean i guess that's what it is right mm-hmm. um and it's just baffling it's just a baffling society we live in. It's very crazy. I had to explain what a fan cam was to a friend the other day because I was like, yeah, we, we, you can see fan cams of such and such character we were talking about. And they were like, what the fuck is a fan cam? And I'm like, homie, if you haven't seen it, you might as well just forget I ever said it because <laughs> you'll, yeah, either it. you'll never just keep see going it about your life. or keep going about your life. You had a you had a TikTok experience in real life recently, right? Oh, man, dude. I, yeah, I tweeted about it because I was I'm sitting there in traffic. I've been in traffic for 25 minutes uh, and I'm just I'm not vibing. And I look, look in the rear of a mirror, I'm at a red light, and somebody is just doing a full-ass full TikTok dance with their phone up on the dashboard, and they're doing the arm movements and pumping it and just doing their whole fucking thing. Um, and normally I should look at that and go, well, that person's having a good time. But I just, I just look back and I was like, fuck you, man. This, this world fucking sucks, man. I'm sitting here in traffic. I'm fucking miserable, and you're back there doing that shit? <laughs> I don't want it! <laughs> the world i asked for i just love that you got so involved in that that is very hilarious to me anyway um who we uh so we got we got some we got body we got body um we when do we get to see okay outside the gang is gathered now they're all they've all gathered together and outside they spot a spooky shadowy figure uh silhouetted in the lightning storm going on uh and it turns out hey it's cats um he comes in he meets everybody. He delivers a very, very blunt Sam Dean. His dog is talking. Uh, <laughs> I feel Castiel like Castiel steals the show for me in this episode. hundred percent, Castiel steals the show. It is extremely good all the way around. I also, um, <laughs> I also think like he was he was gifted or cursed with all uh, pop culture knowledge from our buddy Marv way back when. I feel like he should know what what's up with with this, right? Like he should just know. Yeah. It's just a lot. It's just a lot to really kind of uh, uh, step into. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we get this flashback of 
poor sweet cat cats coming back with like a bushel of apples because they're fruit from the tree of life um but he's like hey just got back from syria <laughs> had to battle a shitload of shins and i'm pretty sure i married their queen I, holy, I, I, holy shit absolutely love this um castiel makes no he doesn't really look around the bunker at all he makes a beeline for dean's little uh dean cave which implies to me that this is not the first time he has been in the Dean Cave or has seen. Yeah, the Dean he cave. senses a disturbance in the forest, and yeah. he's like, "I gotta go check something gotta go out." Check over it here. out, and he walks in. He's like, first off, where did you get that dope ass TV? Let me turn it on immediately." Mm-hmm. Um, but he's actually seeing the show, right? Like he's actually seeing. Yeah. Oh my god, the Wandavision parallels are crazy right now. I can't believe this. I didn't. Uh oh. Uh oh. Because that's literally what's happening. Is like people are pick- anyway. Does not matter. I'm not going to. Did they one. copy Supernatural? <laughs> Did WandaVision copy Supernatural? Oh my god. Damn. Disney, where are you at? Give me some credit. Um, anyway, he gets pulled in. Yes. So, uh, more he- spooky stuff continues to happen around the mansion, um, and they continue to explore. Uh, and now it's time, Jeremy, for a cartoon ghost fight, because this phantom, or phantasm, whatever they call it, uh, comes at them. Uh, and Fred just keeps trying to tackle this thing. And, and going right through it immediately. Yeah. Um, they, uh, and yeah, this is, they... They hear like another person being killed. Um, all of all of the doors in a hallway slam closed. The ghost is going through the walls. There's this thing where Scooby jumps in Shaggy's arm, which is like classic Scooby. But then Shaggy jumps in Castiel's arm. Like yeah. our new our new team free will is Castiel, Shaggy, and Scooby. By the way, like I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Sam and Dean, you have been demoted to yeah. those guys, not even the guys. Mm-hmm. You're just those guys, those guys now. But that that is where we are at. So sorry. Yeah, it's it's uh their dynamic is really fun. Um but yeah, so they go in to investigate what the what the cause of this noise was and uh sure enough somebody has been brutally dismembered. Like like strung up, head cut off, the whole fucking nine. It's brutal. <laughs> I think Castiel is the one with the line, I think this cartoon is haunted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so good. Um, and Sam is just like so mad because nobody is like reacting properly to the dead body yeah Fre- they still it's scooby-doo they're like it's fake it's props of course it's fake no it's big deal fake. it's always it's always a real estate guy it's n- never a problem and uh Sam, sam's line of like do they just always leave corpses around <laughs> and i wanted to say like sam i have seen you leave corpses around before like, sam is so disrespectful to the dead but suddenly <laughs> he's got he's got a problem with that. do you remember that time he was all veined up and he was just just sawing into a dude's brain and blood splattered everywhere he had that huge fucking vein um, in his oh what my did God. i say forehead veins yeah and, and yes. arm something ha- haunt, yeah, haunted me dude um fred suggests that they split up uh sam doesn't want to do it but velma calls him chicken which is extremely cute uh, Fred goes with Dean and Daphne. Velma and Sam go to investigate the attic, and Scooby and Shaggy team up with Castiel. Uh, Velma is obviously crushing on Sam pretty hard as they get up there, where Sam just immediately falls down <laughs> and decides to take this moment to convince Velma that ghosts are real. And of course, she does not believe him whatsoever. She's like, "You just got owned, okay? I'm not listening to anything that you say." <laughs> it's fucking hilarious, dude. Um, they find a toy chest full of haunted ectoplasm and yeah, toys it's, a, it's a haunted toys and she's like oh wow those toys are the only things in here that aren't covered in dust and he's like oh yeah i mean i was more focused on the ectoplasm pouring out of this thing but yeah sure uh dean meanwhile is trying to get in daphne's good graces and asking her uh what she wants in a man and he says she says um someone who doesn't ask women that um <laughs> but actually what she says is an ascot um 
they they find a weird looking book and of course this is a secret passage and it opens a trap door underneath them and they fall down sliding all the way yeah. classic scooby I stuff think, i love this dude i think because of scooby-doo i was so worried about trap doors um as a kid like i was like that's how i go it's either gonna be trap doors or it's gonna be quicksand or like a whirlpool or something and it was all because of scooby-doo the shit was always happening dude i'm so glad you said quicksand because i grew up terrified of quicksand and piranhas to the point that i will barely walk on a beach today and i have never in my life encountered any quicksand not a single Mm -mm. never Mm -mm. ever that's not i've never been sucked into a weird hole in the ground made by quicksand i've never even got my foot stuck in mud really i can always just pull it right back out you know uh, well, I lost. Uh, I almost lost <laughs> after the uh, after the hurricane came through. I was like walking around the property, surveying to make sure we didn't have any damage or anything. And the side of my house that butts up against the neighbor's house had just been. We had just went a bunch of dirt work, so it was like a lot of fresh dirt that had turned into like really gross mud. And as I'm walking around in my like rubber boots or wellies, if you're you know English, um, as I'm walking around, like my foot sinks, and like I'm trying to pull it up, and it's like nope we got this and i'm like i'm about to lose a fucking welly up in this mud and we have to limp my way home <laughs> i got it out there it's all good 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 um they, yeah so okay so they fall down to this hole mm-hmm. and uh sure enough there's a big old spooky ghost creature down there yep uh and then we cut over to castiel and we cut over to team free will and um castiel and <laughs> i literally wrote Cass and the boys i was already i was already on board <laughs> you're 100 into this um the ghost starts chasing them too and it's time for another classic scooby moment castiel like examines the ghost and he's like this is the weirdest looking costume we've ever seen on a ghost and then uh yeah they pull him away from the montage of, of running yep uh we got full-on chase scene uh scooby dooby doo music playing in the background um just you know some some more of dean chasing daphne around which whatever um i you get a brief glimpse of shaggy do in this did you catch that oh i did not is it shaggy do scrappy do i think scrappy do oh scrappy do yeah scrappy do shaggy is the the little guy the cousin is he the cousin he's the cousin yeah the cousin gets kind of boned in this no speaky lines whatsoever uh we got to name this episode like fuck you to all the cousins or something this is ridiculous um they finally get all chased into the same room. The temperature drops. The window ice is over. In comes the ghost. Uh, they try to fight it, but Velma and Daphne are levitated to the top of the room. Uh, Fred is knocked out on the wall. Uh, Shaggy tries to run. and gets tossed out of a window. But luckily, Sam and Dean find some uh, iron candle holders and stab it into the ghost, and the ghost runs away. Um, the, they, the boys catch the girls as they fall down. Fred wakes up, and Shaggy, who has been hanging on to this, like, piece of balcony or whatever starts to mm-hmm. fall and scooby no hesitation whatsoever on scooby's behalf shaggy is his boy he's got him down forever ride yeah. or die on god jumps immediately out and without any care to of his own life or health to save shaggy and who sh- jumps out and saves him both chris castiel, castiel he's, he's the man. most heroic figure in this entire episode. i love it i love it um, so much the pose the pose. the pose he looks like fucking so, batman he dude. looks like fucking batman um, this is a reference dean to makes a too. joke about how castiel is basically just a talking dog um earlier in the episode but but dean himself was acting like a goddamn dog this whole episode but he's hounding daphne um so it's really castiel who comes out on top i, I love it um, i i really actually genuinely appreciate that they didn't just make supernatural into scooby-doo but they they made scooby-doo into supernatural um, yes. It wasn't just a one thing acting like the other. They they met in the middle, and the fact that oh we have this like heroic like fun cartoon say like if they even cut away 
like to go to commercial and then they come back uh and show a little bit more of the animation again and like just like every classic cartoon does um and castiel jumps down and he saves him but shaggy is still hurt and he breaks his arm and it's not like i want like grim dark scooby-doo but just the fact that like oh oh something actually serious happened and he actually got hurt um it kind of it's like a wake-up call for everybody and um it it has it's a shift in the episode suddenly yeah like everybody is all of a sudden taking this serious I, I i love this too by the way like this is this is really good castiel is the mvp apparently there's a deleted scene um where castiel shaggy and scooby are all like making dinner or like sitting at a table oh, eating really? dinner and like the ghost shows up and of course castiel like uses the salt to get the ghost away or whatever and then the ghost becomes enraged and then chases them all away which just sounds very adorable i need to track it down yeah. um when I'll, I'll eventually buy like the 500 hundred dollar impala shaped box set blu-ray thing that, that they'll put out at mm-hmm. some point but not yet mm-hmm. <clears throat> um um what happens they next? put a they put a, a wonderful brace on uh on shaggy's arm here he looks like thorn oak and she looks quite intense not, but, uh, it's not good they, they gotta figure out what's going on and sam and dean have to explain to them like hey ghosts are real and this is maybe my favorite moment in the episode that i had forgotten i, I forgot to mention that this top this so I, I watched this episode when it came out like i was so excited mm-hmm. about it um but I, I barely remembered it um i love this moment uh they explain like oh yeah we're monster hunters it's not just ghosts it's werewolves and vampires and like fred immediately goes to this existential crisis of like we've been chasing <laughs> real estate mong- mongols mm-hmm. at, i could have been fighting dracula <laughs> and, <laughs> and honestly if that's not i think there is a, i think there is a scooby-doo dracula movie I, I, or something. i'm sure there is but like i just if that's not the most dean winchester line uh-huh. of, uh, like uh-huh. it's just like these two boys are perfect for one another like he's i could have been i could have been killing dracula like I, it like shatters them <laughs> and he's just he is destroyed daphne is like if angels are real that means heaven and hell is real and that means oh shit i might go to hell <laughs> Poor Daphne. It's incredible. It's it's incredible. And Velma's just like, no, 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 no. And then Scooby and Shaggy, who are like, we've been saying this the whole time. I, they're so mad about it. It's so good. It's, it's, it's yeah, it's so good. It's so the so gang, good, but the gang, much like the fellowship, has been broken. Like our gang, uh-huh, our gang uh-huh. has been broken. Yeah, instead of Boromir trying to take the ring, though, it's everybody's just been broken on the inside. <laughs> can, can I make that the episode title? The gang, much like the Fellowship, has been broken. <laughs> has been broken, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why it tickles me so much. It's so funny. It's good. I'm it's sorry good. I'm, la- just... I'm sorry I'm getting high on my own supply. It's really rude. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know, there. it's it's just true. It's true. Yeah. The gang, much like the Fellowship, has indeed been broken. Um, So it's up to Sam and Dean to kind of, like, pull them back up a little bit. Um, and Dean does. And Dean gives a passionate speech and talks about all of their victories over all of their episodes, uh, and like really turns the tables around and is like, you know, you can do this. You can absolutely do this. And Fred says, well, like, or no, excuse me, Velma says, like, well, yeah, but we have no idea how to fight this stuff. And like, don't worry, we mm-hmm. got you. And the supernatural music starts playing, like the oh yeah. And I'm like, oh yeah, dude, we can do this. And they like open the trunk of the Impala, and like everybody is you super the, excited. You get the Tarantino shot or whatever from the from the truck. Oh, of the Impala. it's so it's good, beautiful, yeah. so good. Um, They're having a lot of fun. There's there's so much love for both Supernatural and Scooby Doo in this episode. It's it's such a, a good time. Uh, it's it's so much fun, and they come up with a plan. Um, yeah, and Dean swears. <laughs> Dean, yeah, Dean, Dean's- he gets bleeped out, but he's like, "You're fucking right, you do or something." Yeah. Like okay, we're having we're having fun. 
We haven't. I don't think we've got a bleep since that Ghostfacers episode, huh? I wonder if Jensen just did that or if that was written in. It's got to be written in, like right? Because but was- yeah, uh, the boys swearing during the Ghostfacers episode in season three is probably what finally. I I really liked Supernatural, and then I saw that episode, and I like fell in love with Supernatural, which is such a stupid thing to say for the Ghostfacers episode. I know, man. <laughs> but Especially- that, like, so this this kind of is like a callback to that for me, and I, I loved it so much. Um. They, they're so they've got a plan. They're gonna make an, uh, an over, they're gonna get Fred to make a trap because Fred has to make a trap. Um, they're basically going to uh, lure the ghost into this room by boarding up every other entrance, um, pouring salt around it. They've got Daphne pouring salt. They're gonna make the 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 ghost or the phantasm slip into a washing machine where they are going to strap it down with iron chains. So they can figure out what's going on. Um, Castiel, Shaggy, and Scooby are supposed to lead them in there and immediately f- fuck it up. Team Free Will does, 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 not, does not come through on this one, gang. No, they do not come through. They, uh, they go through the door and they basically get caught by the washing machine themselves uh, and they get locked yeah. in uh, instead of the ghost. Bum, 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 bum. Um, thankfully, you know, Dean and seemingly uh, the rest of the crew knew that this was not going to work, that coconut traps were not going to work on a ghost. Um, so they're ready with a plan B. Where did, um, and where they did end he up get dropping. the coconuts? It's the, it's the line where did they get them? Sam uh, says that to Fred, and it's one of it's like, where did you get the coconuts? <laughs> um, and they they end up dropping the ghost into that pit mm-hmm. uh, that they themselves fell into earlier. Except this time, he lands in a circle of salt. Um, this as they the ghost hangs on for a little while, but eventually turns into a small child. Who yeah. tells and I love that we get to see an effect from the circle of salt because it's a cartoon. Yeah. So there's this glowing light. It's so um, cool. And dude. it's just kind of what you want to imagine is always there that you, you just don't see because it's human world. Just imagine Supernatural, but with the Game of Thrones budget, just for effects. Like the same Davis, exact show, dude. but just the budget is all I'm asking for. Oh, man. It's uh, like Merlin season four. It's like Merlin season four, 100%. Oh, <laughs> shit. You guys, are, you guys are for real. Okay, cool. Oh, damn. Um, so the ghost turns into a small child and it's revealed that our real estate agent in the real world, um, the, the kind of s- s- sleazy looking dude, um, has basically been using him um, as, as a ghost to scare people into doing stuff that the real estate agent wants. So, and we get a flashback to where the boys are taking the TV out and he slides this pocket knife, which of course is the anchor that the ghost is like tied to inside the tv or something like i don't i don't know how that works i don't care it doesn't matter yeah i don't know how we plan on getting that sucker back but you know yeah like are you gonna go to the bunker like what are you gonna are they (laughs) did you think they were gonna return the tv after they're dead like what um doesn't matter who cares uh yeah not important but they they realize uh they make a deal like if you'd get us back to the real world we'll we'll set you free we'll make sure you can move on and go be with your dad or whatever and uh Mm -hmm. but they realize like they can't leave the scooby gang like this because the scooby gang are again like the fellowship broken um broken so they get they call the scooby gang in and they have the guy sitting there in chains and they're like nope it was actually a guy all along look and they pull the hood off and yeah. it's the sleazy lawyer just like the, the episode said it was going to be at the beginning um and everybody's fine with it they're like oh well how did they he just do that? reaffirm hey we were wrong it was all these tricks it was all the same old usual stuff this is like the moment where aragorn um, says to the hobbits, you bow to no one after, you know, all of a sudden done. And it kind of restores something that was lost a little bit. I'm, um, I, I think this is really, really sweet of the boys to do. Like, mm-hmm. again, the level of, of sweetness that comes from Dean, I think especially, uh, is, is really, really nice here where 
Yeah, it finally overcomes his horniness, and he's able to just be sweet. Yeah, I mean, not. I mean, he still hits on Veronica on the uh, Veronica. Excuse me, hits on Daphne on Veronica. the way out. But uh, like, it's he's. But yeah, it does overcome. Like he's like, no, we can't leave these people like this. Like these are these are my childhood heroes. Like they do the same. He even tells it Sam at one point. Mm-hmm. They do the same thing as us, right? Like this is a they are kindred spirits, even Fred. Um, yeah. So they uh, everything's fine. Sam, uh, the the kid brings him back to the real world. Dean brags about banging twins or something. I don't know where this was written. I felt he like he says so. He makes a, a joke about the was it Cartwright twins? Yeah. And Sam and Cass are both looking around like, "What are you talking? What about? are you talking about? What does that mean?" I feel like Did I Google it. I feel like Sam. I feel like Sam and Castiel have definitely like, because you know Dean Winchester's probably told a racist joke before oh yeah and you know i feel like sam and castiel are the type of friends are like can you explain why you think that's funny (laughs) you know what i'm saying and like (laughs) turn it into a teachable moment And i think that's what they were trying to do here like what are you you shouldn't talk about this is weird what you were saying right now um i'm googling but i'm not coming up with much no no it's just it's just not it feels like people asking about yeah it feels like it feels like a buck let me joke right like it just feels like you know we have to make dean heterosexual as possible so so I didn't I didn't find anything. So I'm just gonna assume it was two hot guys. Um <laughs> I, I did not think the about the show that. doesn't want to clarify, I'm gonna let my imagination go where it wants to go. Ooh. And, and you so, can you can okay. find that on AO3.com slash MOTWcast. They're all wearing baseball caps, Ooh. even Dean. Dean has his turn. They're up to something. Dean has his turn backwards. Are they fitted caps? Are they fitted cats? Caps? Huh? Do they have do they have the little elastic thing? Or are they fitted? Oh, oh! They have elastics. They're kind of old school. Okay, cool. I don't like fitted caps. Yeah, not not my vibe. My head's huge, so they don't work for me. <laughs> you have to pay a lot of money for that fitted hat. Did we talk about Velma sweeping Sam off his feet yet? No, no, I forgot to mention that. He, she, she literally—it's a whole ass like move. It's uh, <laughs> she grabs him and like lays him down like in her arms and just plants one on him. Uh, and Sam doesn't even know what to think, and he's never going to think. <laughs> Sam's whole thing this this entire time was like, why do you keep talking about my shoulders? <laughs> He's so confused. And suddenly, he's been swept off his feet, quite literally, and he's he's just stunned. He's starstruck. <laughs> he's like, "Did your girlfriend just die? Like, is that is that why we have a bond, or what's going? I don't understand out there. Do you have do we have a shared pain? I don't get it. <laughs> they're both sticks in the mud. That's what it is. That's it. That's all it is. Um, so they're in the real world. Uh, they go to. It's a little bit jarring when they cut back. Like, Isn't when you it? See animated Sam, and then suddenly I'm like, "Whoa, that's his face. That's Sam's real face." I got I can like see his pores. I had that exact moment of where I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> I've watched yeah. 200. And, oh damn! Have they always looked like this? <laughs> I've watched so many episodes of this show. Like two, this is number 280, and I've watched so many of them twice. Like I I, it's funny because it's not to call myself out, but Supernatural is basically the only like regular TV show I watch. Anything else I watch is probably anime. So I I got so comfortable <laughs> with animated Sam and Dean that to come back into real life, I was like, uh, hold up. Is this right? Are these the voice actors that play them or what's going on here? It's very weird. Uh, they go back to the store. Uh, Dean is now wearing an ascot. Um, and they, he looks good. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna front. Dean he's rocking. Good. He's rocking the ascot. I've never wanted to wear an ascot before. I never def- wanted to, but Dean looks good in it. Yeah, he's 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 rocking it. Uh, he looks like he's about to go fly a plane in 1935. I know. It looks like he's about to be. Um, what was that superhero that Billy Zane was? The Rocketeer? Is that what that dude's name? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. looks like he's about to like step out of the. He Rocketeer. looks like he chills with Billy Zane. He like looks Billy like Zane he from chills with Billy Zane from the Titanic. Billy Zane from Twin Peaks, who's like trying to hit on Audrey Horn or whatever. 
Was Billy Zane in Twin Peaks? I don't remember that. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. uh, late season two, he becomes a weird like love interest. <laughs> so fucking strange, dude. It's so fucking strange. Um, they explain this the the Scooby Doo side of all of this. So it was literally a bad real estate scumbag who was trying to uh, push everybody out and buy their property for super cheap. Um, he's like, "Well, nobody will ever believe this." And Sam says, "Well, we've hacked your financials." So when we're gonna turn you over to the IRS and like the just cops, classic Sam stuff, and the cops are just already there, man. <laughs> On cue, <It's> so weird, <laughs> so fucking weird. I love it. Um, and he says the line as he's getting into the, as he's getting stuffed in the back of the cop. He says, "I wouldn't have got away with it if it wasn't for these meddling kids." Um, and then Dean is, which Dean is super excited about it, and then Dean does the Scooby Dooby Doo. Which I'm going to make you do on the mic, Chris. Are you ready? Can, uh, can you give me one? That's the best you get from me. That was quick. Do you, you want to stretch that out and like languish in it a little bit? Scooby Dooby Doo. There we go. We just both did that. Yep. Feel free to use that in any music that you want to. Um, yeah, sure. Castiel chides him, Dean, you're not a talking dog. And we get the classic uh, zoom to a pinpoint on uh, yeah. Dean's face. So, Dude, Castiel says, Dean, you're not a talking dog. Show some respect to Scooby. <laughs> and the way I interpreted this uh, of like, or, no, okay, no, he doesn't say that. I read it as show some respect to Scooby when he mm-hmm. says you're not a talking dog, not a um, don't demean yourself like that, Dean. I read it as him saying, you better respect Scooby-Doo and not be doing a poor imitation of him because Scooby-Doo is a hero and he's my friend. <laughs> That's how I took that. Castiel put respect on Scooby-Doo's name. I love it, dude. I absolutely love it. Because he um, calls them, the two of them, heroic. Uh, Shaggy and Scooby, because he's like, oh, you added, like, comic relief to a dangerous situation. Um, like, you were able to laugh in the face of danger, and you taught me something valuable there. Um, and he doesn't understand that they're just both fucking terrified of everything. It's very good. What a, what a great episode this is. I know it's, like, it's not a... It's not a. It's it's like it's a like gimmick episode, right? But they they take so much care. They got the original cast. Like it's obvious that they were having a great time writing this and doing this. I think the only my only negative is like I could have done with seventy percent less hitting on Daphne throughout the episode. Like I, I yeah. the joke worked the first couple of times, and then I was just kind of done with it. It could have been at the beginning, and then at the end, you could say something, and then she dumps him because it's funny. Um, exactly. Or, they, or, yeah, they did not need him to hound her the whole time. Yeah, yeah. And I think I think there's a running joke there of like her just not even understanding that he's interested in just like because she's so into Fred or whatever. But that's like, true. That's I, true. I think that's what they were going for, but it just made Dean into like a super horny dude all of a sudden. It was just really, really like all of a sudden. People but, freak out about cartoon. Characters characters man i'm telling you oh dude don't even get me started um <laughs> people are fucking weird uh you're not weird if you if you fell in love with the cartoon character you're weird if you masturbate to it anyway <laughs> <laughs> sorry i'm sorry especially if it's scooby-doo you can, you can jerk off to whatever you want to i don't care uh, just don't tell me about it um do you have <laughs> do you have any last thoughts on this episode or you know cartoon characters that you've jerked off to um, in the past i uh no, i i really like this episode um that was a lot of fun um i was being really down last week i think even though i liked last week's episode i'm just saying how it was, i've been detached from supernatural or, or this season or whatever i don't think that's supernatural fault but i think that might be a chris issue i think that might be pandemic month 11 creeping up on me could um, be could be but this was a good refreshing episode hey jeremy you know you know me i do you know that if that I, I sleep like the bare minimum 
And so whenever I miss like one hour of sleep, I'm texting you all day. Super right. Mm-hmm. So I slept maybe five hours last night um, after s- sleeping uh, six hours a night before, which is not is not enough for me. That's, I'm a big guy. I need more sleep than 11 hours in, in, out of 48, right? <laughs> I don't think your but size just, has anything to do with the amount of sleep you need, but okay, go ahead. It does for me. I, got, I take a lot of calories. I need a lot of rest. Um, anyway, <laughs> what I'm saying is I should be in a really bad mood, but it was so fun to watch. Uh, I shouldn't just assume I'm going to be in a bad mood, but it was so much fun to watch this episode and, and talk that I don't feel tired at all. Good. Good. That's what I'm getting at. That was my long point. Okay. Now you can tell I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, now after the podcast, I am dead to the world. Um, yeah, yeah. This this was all good. I I am sorry that you have sleeping problems and that causes your depression to spike. And I'm glad that I could be here to answer your text. So, um, but also that this episode <laughs> was very good. So, uh, great, excellent. Thank you, everybody that has been uh, listening to us, communicating with us on Twitter talking to us not communicating with us on twitter but talking about us on twitter that's dope um thank you to all of our patrons over patreon.com slash monster the week for supporting us we love you uh more commentary episodes will be forthcoming soon i'm sure um i just very much appreciate each and every one of you like it's it's wild that this show is it's it just it just we've just made a ton of friends with it so i just want to say thank you to everybody it's a, it's a delight um we will be back next week with an episode that is teased with why did you scroll down so far trust no one uh, was it x-files crossover uh, I, I don't like to give away too many guests to do too many details but i do, do see the words hungry god so Ooh. Oh. <laughs> that gets me kind of excited bye everybody bye doesn't seem like anything was shown yeah um, I, was, I was looking in the um, the only thing that uh, is exciting is they just showed a new Final Fantasy 7 character who wasn't in the remake thus far so yuffie. Steve just texted me the word Yuffie yeah. so <laughs> I know something's up I think they showed Returnal um, they did some Genshin Impact stuff I think there's a Friday night I started playing Genshin Impact my life's about to end <laughs> Dude, get, get dude, away from Steve me. texts me about it like a hundred times a day, and um, I, I, I don't know if maybe he misunderstood something that I said because he would text me about it as if I knew everything that he was saying. Um, I think he just assumed I played it, and I, I didn't. Um, then I so I finally started just to appease him. It's, I mean, it's fun. I'm not gonna spend money on that game. I'll tell you that much. Uh-huh. Absolutely it's, not. So it certainly stole a whole lot from Breath of the Wild. That's yeah. Every every because that's all I heard about it is like it. Oh, it's Breath of the Wild. It's Breath of the Wild, except it has pools. And I'm like, ah, mm-hmm. you lost me at that. So, um, no, it doesn't look like anything of significance was really announced. I'll probably go back and rewatch it because it's already over with. I think so. Whatever yeah. big. Yeah. I was kind of expecting like God of War Ragnarok thing like i don't it's it's mm-hmm. weird that they would put a state of play out and not have like super interesting information but maybe they're trying to set a precedent for not having a bunch of stuff because it's covid yeah i guess that's that's true yeah it's just the, this so it's like a ps5 upgrade of ff7 really the only thing i'm interested in there um oh that's cool yeah
with a new character. I think it's like a playable mode or something like that, which I guess is probably just to tease. Hey, we're you know adding new characters eventually. Yeah, are they going to add the rest of the game though? Yeah, who fucking know? God, I don't fucking got you, Square Enix. Got. Uh, All right. Uh, two nineteen. Yeah, I think so. Two nineteen. All right. Uploading that now. Locked in. No sweat. I just got a message for my other podcast, Fantasy Flight Games, and we have a new tabletop game coming out on Friday titled X Men Mutant Insurrection. I just got a text from my other podcast, and they said, "Yo, you're talking about masturbating to cartoons again." <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> it's okay if you do it. I don't care. Just don't tell me about it. I don't ever want to know about it. I just like I, whatever it is, don't involve me. I um, this is so gross. The golden rule. This is so gross. But I saw some weird tweet thread, and they were uh bagging on um something. I think dudes were showing off like their little anime statues that they had like jerked off on. Oh, yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. And like I always, whenever Jess is buying an, like a, a used figure, I'm like, just make sure it don't be jerked off on that thing. Jess, <laughs> just, weird. just hit it with the Clorox wipe before you bring it into the house. That's all I'm saying. Because yeah. um, Jess buys a lot of cute. Like I'm buying like big dudes in armor. Jess is buying a lot of cute girls. Sure, and I'm sure, like, sure, we sure, gotta, sure. Yeah, it's a good, know, it's a good combo. Market. Yeah, yeah, good, good combo. Uh, they're all gonna look together on that glass shelf that you will eventually have in your house with all the LED lighting. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but like people were like you shouldn't do this like that's super gross and somebody was like what are you talking about that's the culture and i'm like i don't think ah. <laughs> i don't think that it's the culture to yeah, the put culture but your... i mean that's a pretty good response if that person is being funny <laughs> i think he was being serious chris i think uh, that's not good i think he that's was defending not... himself by saying it was okay to put semen on a statue because it was the culture it's not, it's not okay it's, it's the not culture okay. If that's your culture, I am going to cancel it. Okay, I'm, right. I'm leaving. Audio's uploaded. Locked in, ready to go. I love it. Catch you later. Good luck with, luck with LASIK surgery. Uh, That's in a couple weeks, so you'll talk to me again before then. Oh, well then. it's Today's Thursday. It is two weeks from today. Okay. So. I'll save my good lucks for yeah, then. Yeah, take that good luck back, you fucker. Save it. All right, catch Bye. you later. Hello. Hello. How are you doing, Chris Moser? All right, I better start recording. You don't there just, it is. You don't just start recording? I usually do, but I didn't know how long you are going to be. Yeah. But I didn't want you to just hear me, like, stretching and groaning like an old man. Which <laughs> <laughs> is what I've been doing. Yeah, hey, I, I might, I, I can make a beat out of that. So Yeah. I, I was gonna sit down for but I think like that hurts my back more than standing. So I wouldn't back on my feet it is. I gotta get a better chair. Man, I um someone mentioned this game Returnal. Yeah. You, do you remember that? Is that from the Dead Space people? I don't know, but it I didn't know it was a like a roguelike. Oh, neither did I. With like a story. I'm going to is be playing I'm going to be playing that. Is that <laughs> that is Gonna be on my list. I have a question for you. What's up? Um, you're a shower guy, right? Yeah, I yeah. Um, as opposed to a bath guy, is that? Yeah, yeah. Or opposed to oh, neither, okay. I guess. But I'm most no, I haven't taken a bath since I was like ten years old. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, do you ever get out of the shower like 
I, I, I like you know sometimes <clears> i do get out so yeah every once in a while do you do step out <laughs> you step out and like you grab your towel and then like you dry off enough just enough to like step out onto the the bath mat mm-hmm. and then do you just get like really tired and just like do you have a moment where you you can't you just the idea of finishing drying yourself off is just so exhausting you yeah, just sometimes wanna... i will just i'll wrap myself in a second towel and then that's it that's it i'm done for 45 minutes <laughs> i'm not doing anything you know do i'll you, just go sit on my bed you, you know yeah that's what <laughs> i was I'll about to stand, ask like, i will sometimes just stand in the bathroom yeah just you just stand there like I, and I'll, I'll like you know i'll be dripping wet and i'll just like walk over and be like i guess i gotta and i'll just look at my toothbrush like i guess i gotta yeah, uh, yeah. I'll look at my toothbrush and I'll think about having to get the toothpaste out of the tube and it's almost done, so it's gonna be a pain in the ass. It's in the drawer. My toothpaste is in a drawer. Oh. I have to open oh, a yeah. drawer. Forget about it, dude. <laughs> I've uh man, just like the ability to do tasks my capability of doing the smallest task has just been eroding over time. Oh, it's gone dude. rapidly. It's gone. Like just the simplest of shit, and I'm I I just say no. I'm like, uh, that just seems mm-hmm. just seems exhausted. Yeah, combing back. I have to comb back my hair as soon as I get out of the shower. Like I dry it off and then I comb it back. Um, and then when it dries, it kind of just it, it falls into its natural place that way. Mm-hmm. Um, if I don't, if I just leave it, then I got a fucking weird wet mop in my face that will never dry. I don't know what it is, it won't ever dry. But now, but I'll just be looking at, it. I'll be looking at my comb and I'm like, dude, I don't, I don't want any part of this. I'm gonna have to fix the cowlick in the back. I got, I don't want anything to do with this. It's just exa- <laughs> it takes like ten seconds, but I'm not interested. And I picked 2021 as my year to, um, like, start dressing to get, up. To get fly? To get fly, start dressing a little nicer for work. Because um, my work outfit has usually been, like, a oversized polo that doesn't really fit me that well with, like, my company logo on it and some blue jeans, right? Like, that's it. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, you know what? 2021, we're going to do this. I'll... I'm going to, I'm going to wear a button down shirt and I'm going to get a nice belt and wear nice shoes and all this other stuff. And I had to meet like a mayor today. So like I did that. Um, but man, it's the combination of, it's just too much clothes. Like there's too many it's buttons. Too much clothes. It's too there's, much clothes. And you know, if you had asked me two years ago, we probably talked about the kind of thing a couple of years ago. Um, I would have just been all aboard, but it's too much clothes now. Um, the pandemic changed a lot of things, but being home every day, I started wearing sweatpants and I was never a sweatpants guy. Um, I would on the weekends, I'd put my jeans on, and and Jess would always be like, "What? What are you doing? You, I know you're gonna be sitting in bed all day playing video games. Why are you putting jeans on? Because it just I got pockets. It makes me feel like I, I my wallet is here, my wallet present. You know, I can do anything. And now I just I finally understand um, that I don't I don't want that responsibility. I don't want my wallet on me. You know, I just want to be chill. Um, and my work attire was usually like a. Um, I would wear a button-up shirt and uh, and jeans. I don't have to wear dress pants unless we're you know, visiting a client or something like that. Mm-hmm. So most of the time, it's just pretty casual. I have like dress boots, I guess you'd call them. Um, they're just like dress shoes that you know come over the ankle. So <laughs> just whatever. Um, but uh, but now this this year, it's kind of like it going in the opposite direction. Sometimes I don't even button up my shirt. So what if I got a Naruto T-shirt underneath? I'm no, just nobody cares. cares, man. Nobody will care. I've you know. I've always worn a lot of flannel shirts or like plaid shirts and you know, you get the idea what Sam and Dean wear. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was more of a, that was more of a casual Friday look with the, with the open, open flannel shirt. Um, and now it's just, now it's just forget the dress shirt with the little fancy patterns on them and the, the slick lines. No, forget that. It's just flannel all the time. I'm, um, if I'm at the house, there is a more than 75% 
chance that I'm in PJ pants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's that's just what I'm gonna rock at the house. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're comfy, they have pockets. I I'll I'll walk outside in them. I have no shame anymore. I used to be really weird about oh, I'm going outside, the neighbors might see me. I need to put yeah. on like blue jeans. <laughs> that that has all been eradicated. None of that exists anymore. I just I don't care. I just don't mm-hmm. care. I'm not, not it was concerned. really bad before I cut my hair because I was fully embracing, you know, a quarantine life, embracing the sweatpants, pajama pants every day, whatever it was. And then I had this stupid fucking hair that like it's thin and gross and I would just like tie it up in a half bun and there's stuff sticking out everywhere. And then I'd like go to take the recycling out and the neighbors would be like, man, are you good? <laughs> do we need to do like a welfare check on you, man? Is, is everything okay, my dude? Are you going to be all right? <laughs> like, do I, yeah. Do I look like I'm good? Like, no, you said that with confidence, but no, you don't look good. I hadn't really gotten my haircut um, during the quarantine until uh, I had to go to the wedding. Since I was going to be in the wedding, they were taking pictures. I was like, okay, I've got to go do the haircut thing. Mm. But before that, my hair was wild it was had, had it was some had some uh some height on it i can only imagine and my um my the way that i have to manage my hair is like i have to i have to take a shower in the morning uh, uh, like no matter what um and while it's kind of damp i put gel in it so that it will hold its shape in the way that i want it to for an extended amount of time um if i don't do that it just turns into like a like a it's just curls it's just just curls all the way around mm-hmm. um but what that means is the longer it gets, like the poofier it gets. And right. if I'm at the house, I'm not fucking with gel, right? Like if I get up on a Saturday morning, and I'll take a shower. If I take a shower, <laughs> I, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I'm going to the couch. I'm not putting gel in my hair. So I would just dry it off and Autumn would come home and go like, what is that on your head? Like that is a whole, that's a whole animal worth of hair that you have on top of your head right now. Yep. It's ridiculous. You have to take that yeah, back. I don't think I'm ever going to go to a barber again. I learned how to cut my own hair. And I just fuck it up sometimes, you know? Who cares? And I just roll with it. Like, um, I mean, I guess you've probably seen pictures of me. Um, yes. But it was way longer, just right behind my ears. <laughs> like, I'm kind of, like, shaving underneath and then, like, trimming up the, the top part. Uh, and it was just way longer behind my ears than, like, anywhere else. So I just got these two strands of, like, of hair. I look like a, like a dog or something. So I just took some scissors and just... Just hacked indiscriminately, cut my cut my thumb open a little bit doing it. It was fine. It was fine. And I, I looked at it as I did it. I go, uh-oh, that was too much. Oh, well. <laughs> Nobody ever said anything, so who cares? You were you were technically inside Maine, right? Or no, Massachusetts. You're in Massachusetts, yeah, Mass- right? Yeah, yeah. Massachusetts. I know in... Massachusetts. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's, a, it's a tough one. It's a long word. It's, it's, it's a long... We just say mass. I'm from mass. Yeah, or- where all the mass holes are from. Um, yeah, exactly. in, in, in Louisiana, to be a licensed cosmetologist, you need 1,600 hours hmm. of, of, of school. It's frankly too much school. <laughs> 1,600 I, I, hours I, to cut isn't hair. Isn't it like 600 hours to become a cop? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Wow. Uh, so wow. I'm, looking, I'm looking at what it is in Massachusetts. I'm trying to figure out... Um, how how many oh, you hours? See if I qualify? Yeah, yeah. I want to see like you cut your hair like four times. I want to see if you can get your license. Yeah. Um, this is all very complicated, and I don't, I don't care to go through. Wow, this is really complicated. I don't. <laughs> I'm already, I'm already bored. Strict, I, sh- I guess they're very strict. <laughs> yeah, I guess I should have just done how many hours is cosmetology school in mass. Thank you, Google, for filling that out for me so I don't have to spell it. Um, 
just ads ads all the way down oh and maps it mapped me to empire beauty school in boston massachusetts it's 25 hour drive yeah 25 eh, that's not too bad it's not bad i've done i've done i've done (laughs) new orleans to boston a couple of times so i think my longest drive was 14 hours to ohio we definitely did uh we divided that in half so like we drove to somewhere and then stopped for the night uh 1500 hours by the way in Oh, okay. It? Okay. Oh, no, 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 no. At least a thousand hours. So you're, you're it's only a thousand hours, man. Hmm. It does take me a while. So that's at least four hours. <laughs> I'm going to just say four hours. <laughs> it took me a while to build up the nerve to cut off the ponytail the first time. So can you imagine spending 10 times as much time as it takes to complete Persona 5 in order to get a license to cut hair professionally? No, I can't even imagine finishing Persona 5, let alone <laughs> anything else. So, like, who's got the time? I'd who's... go once and be like, I know how to do bangs now, so I'm done. You're good. You got, you got bangs down. Did you do any, are you doing it any really makeup? Is... Are you doing it? Can we, can we get you an esthetician program? Yeah, let's do it. Um, there, there's always these, these moments in, in media where a character, you know, it's usually like a princess or something, will, will cut their hair. As mm-hmm. like a symbol of their rebellion, or something like that. But oh. I gotta tell you, it really is freeing when you do it, especially when they go short, right? Like when they go short. Yeah. You when, mean, so when I went short, serious. I was like, "Wow, this is new me. I'm gonna walk. I'm walking out of this quarantine as a new man." Um, and I only made it a few feet before I was struck down again. But uh, it was liberating for the four time. Now, what I want to know, and we've probably discussed this before, mm-hmm. what do you think? What do you think Sam and Dean's hair routine is? I don't think that we've talked about this before. Let's think about this because because uh, Sam is getting haircuts. Sam is getting Sam's got a got a girl. Sam's got a yeah, girl that he goes you know, to. Somewhere. Last couple seasons, Sam's hair hasn't really been worth comment, to be honest with you. But for a few years there, as a hair aficionado, mm-hmm. I was really I was really into the long locks, and they were doing something. They were making it work. I think is that Dean? Is so he doing it? Does it does it correspond? Do you think that his hair got boring when they moved into the bunker? I think that that's a big part of it. So I think that Sam is the type of dude that we would have called like 10 years ago, like a metrosexual. Like he cares, uh-huh. right? He cares uh-huh. about his appearance. Versus, remember that versus, term? Wow. Remember that term? Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Nobody says that anymore because I don't know. It's probably it just seems offensive now that you're thinking about it. Um, that man cares about something. It, we have to assign it a term. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was, you know, it came from the depths of my space. So, God damn. Uh, what a wild time the early 2000s are. The, uh, Sam, but Sam seems like he actually gives a shit about his hair, unlike Dean, who could probably just chop it off and it would look cool. Um, so, yeah. I'm guessing that Sam either had a girl in the estate or he mm-hmm. had several girls. And I don't say girls, I'm saying like a, like I say, like a tree guy. Like it could be people. He has, people who he, cut has his hair. Yeah. he has, he has a person that he goes to to get his hair cut. Um, for some reason, I think Sam would be more comfortable with a woman cutting his hair. Like I think that's I think so too. Sam, yeah. Sam vibes. Um, but now that he's moved into Dean, the bunker, you can go anywhere. You just you know, you give him a couple numbers and they're good to go. I feel like I feel like now that they've moved into the bunker, Sam just hits like local sports clips because like they've yep. got so yep. much other stuff going on, right? Like it's too much, dude. He's got so much lore to research, and you know, Dean's always hounding him about it. Mm-hmm. Not because he'll make fun of all of his long hair and stuff. But you know, he's like, you know, Sammy, you could really use a trim. You're getting, getting a little shaggy there. Yeah. You're, getting, you're getting just a little bit shaggy, dude. What are you doing? Dean sounds like my mom. 
Dean is just constantly is Mamosier just constantly telling Sam that he needs to why didn't you iron your shirt today Sam geez you're looking all rumpled I was looking at the lore man (laughs) I was depressed for three episodes okay (laughs) it was a cartoon for like an hour and a half (laughs) excuse me if my hair doesn't look good Dean definitely just a- gives the numbers, right? Like he just walks in anywhere oh, and yeah. they're like, Oh my god, you were so handsome. Let me let me sell yep. your hair for you. Yep. Um do you who who does the laundry? That's what I want to know. Do they have a laundry do they have like a washing machine dryer at the bunker? Absolutely. I mean they might. Yeah, they must. They, they, they have to. Uh and we've seen them at the laundry mat with Sam and his gigantic darks, but um it hasn't come up lately. <laughs> These are the things that I want to know about. They um they have to do each other, not each other's. They have to do their own laundry. There's, there's no way that they would do. I, I don't know. I feel like Sam probably gets stuck with all of it. You think? You think? No. Come on. I don't know. I don't. Just Dean's just kind of throws his stuff. It seems like, and it, it would probably bother Sam to the point where he's like, "I gotta, I gotta take care of it." Ah, dude, I don't think so. I think Sam is more likely to, um, just, just throw away his clothes. Dean's clothes before he would he wash throw them. shit out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he had to go get ten more flannel shirts. Like you know, get your flannel guy on the phone or whatever. Because you gotta have a flannel guy, right? You gotta have a flannel guy. They used to joke like, "Oh, we get our stuff at like army surplus stores." Yeah. Uh no, no, you don't. No, you do not. Y'all are like always styling. That is that is a lie. You do not do that. That is an insult to the people that you have dressing you on this show. Frankly, yeah, <laughs> writers, yeah. you cannot say yeah. that because that's an insult to old navy. <laughs> have you ever been to an army surplus store? I have, yeah. Uh, I got a, I got a couple of jackets there in my early twenties, which is, you know, when I look back on it, I kind of just look like I'm a right wing uh, extremist. Sure, yeah. I um, that used to be where we bought all of our glow sticks for parties. Uh, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that was that was the kind of dude that I was. You want you want some, you want some glow stick activity? I could, I'm, I was your dude. Um, army army surplus stores are really weird. Like you just don't know who you're gonna get in there. Like they're just all like. Mm-hmm. It feels very fringe when you go in there. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Ours was on like the side of the old highway in America. So, oh, dude, they're like, always in the in the like middle of nowhere, right? Like they're just like like why is this here? Although there was one in like the heart of downtown Salem, um, you know, which is obviously a big tourist spot, and there was a comic book store right next to it, and there's just a Arby surplus store. <laughs> it's like okay, I guess just on the corner. There's a witch statue across the street, and a real witch on the street. Uh, and then we just got our army surplus store where you can buy uh, a BB gun or uh, a replica of like a World War II <laughs> officer's jacket. I guess. Absolutely. Yeah. Got to be got to got to be replicating that. Um, that's the vibe we need. That's that's definitely the vibe. I, uh, yeah. That's, yeah. It's very strange. I'm trying to think I'm trying to think of like. Just like the domestic chores in the bunker. Um, I mean, we see we see them cook. We we see them talk about making coffee. Mm-hmm. We don't ever see any of the cleanup. Do they take the trash out? Do they have to like go down to the street? Do they bring? Do they have a dumpster somewhere. I what's the trash situation? Do they recycle? I doubt it. They definitely don't recycle. The boys do not recycle. <laughs> Dean's bringing back a lot of beer. Actually, that's not true. Dean always comes home with like a six pack. It's like, bro. I don't understand why they don't buy in bulk. Like they should be, de- you yeah. should end up Costco and getting. Like I can. You get... want to go to the? You want to go to the store every night? Yeah, dude. What are you doing? You know you're going to drink more than you're six not beers. Fresh vegetables. You don't need to go that often. 
You just need to go to Costco and get like a vat of whiskey and pour it in the nice bottle. So people think that you're fancy, but you're absolutely yeah, Dean, not. Come on. Neither of you care. So let's just do this. Yeah. You can't taste anything. <laughs> Unless past, there was a the designated point. time where Dean bulked up on everything. And now he's just picking up a six pack here and there as he goes. Oh, just like, to, like, you know, replenish any lost stock. Like seasonal flavors of, of the seasonal local flavors. IPAs. He wants, uh, you know, he wants that Oktoberfest. He wants that, yeah. uh, whatever craft brewery he comes across. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Independence Day IPA. And that's actually what's really worked out about the Bunker's location is that there are a lot of local breweries within, you know, 50 miles or so. So a lot of day trips happening. What's the, what, where are they at? It's, is it Jericho or it's... Um, it's... Uh, where Not is the, Lawrence, it's Lebanon. Lebanon, right? yeah, yeah. That Lebanon is just lousy with like new age. <laughs> yeah, Pumpers. yeah. All with like really dumb religious name. Like, you know, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like Jesus Juice. <laughs> on, on the cross <laughs> on the brewery cross. or something. <laughs> uh, I love it. We brought him back. <laughs> we brought him back. Oh, it man. just says we brought him back underneath their signs. So it's like, what does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Dude, just the whole town just filled with weird religious puns. I, I, I can't, I can't stand it. Oh, that's fucking hilarious. Do you want to talk I'm, about? Are we talk about we, supernatural? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Officially, we can't. We're not supposed to be doing this in the outtake. I know. I, people may not be knowing. What if all of these new listeners that are tweeting about us on Twitter now don't listen to the outtakes because it's mostly there's about no video way. games? There's no way that they do. They wouldn't be. They wouldn't be interacting with us if they did. <laughs> <laughs> they go, oh, all right, uh, well, video game nerds. Uh, this is this is why it's bad. Uh, my parish is doing a broadband survey. Killer. Hopefully that means that they will. Uh... <laughs> I got a survey about uh, Project Triangle strategy. Oh no! And I filled it out, and I just said, "For the love of God, whatever you do, change." Don't that change. Name. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Please change the name. Don't change the this. name. Octopath Traveler was bad enough. Okay. Octopath Traveler is a really good name for a video game. Yeah, it's just a mouthful. I'm going to play that. I'm going to play that this weekend. I bought it forever ago when it was on sale. I'm going to Jess's this weekend, so I'm bringing the Switch, so I need to you know, switch up what I'm playing a little bit. No pun intended. Um, I think I'm going to go with that. The, uh, the, the filter on it, it irritates me in a way that I... It has like that... Um, what do they call it? Uh, it's like a tilt shift thing. So, oh. so it gives you that toy look. And it's, yeah. Um, Link's Awakening did something similar where it had like mm-hmm. kind of a weird mm-hmm. thing around it, and apparently, if you just emulate the switch, you can get rid of that. There's like a mod for it just to remove it, but um, it, it just irritates me every just, time I see there it. There should just be a setting to. There should. I looked. I was like, surely they're not just going. Yep, yep. They that is okay. All right. Let me find my notes. Are you ready? I'm ready. Jinkies! Oh, goodness. <laughs> no? Come on. I didn't have one in the chamber. I wasn't ready. Jinkies! I'm Jeremy Greer. <laughs> I interrupted you. Try it again.